This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. And good morning and welcome to the show, everybody, for this Tuesday morning. And it is October the 13th. Thank you for joining us today. We've got a lot on our plate. We've got, coming up later, a true crime report. We're uh, going to play along with something on our website. How would the members of the morning show do in a horror movie? Like, uh... How would how would each of who would be the last left standing? I guess in a horror in a horror movie. It's on the Facebook page. It's on Facebook. All right, and very it's, good. And it's who would who would be the first one killed? Oh. All right, we'll get into that a little bit later. We're going to find out about fake ballot boxes that were showing up in California, and if they were able to track those back to any like official organization or group. And what I they mean, had planned they're to official, do. But the ballot boxes aren't. Oh, do they know for a fact that it was like Republicans or or that did it? They are. They have sent out letters telling them to cease and desist. Sent out letters to whom? The Republicans. Okay, so it was like the Republican Party in California that was sitting out fake drop-off boxes. Mm-hmm. And what were they going to do with the ballots? Like go through them and throw out the ones they well, didn't like? This or? is the thing: is uh, a lot of people for the first time are uh, voting by the ballot drop boxes. So there one here in town. The thing is, is that there has to be an official at the the box to get, take your ballot. Mm-hmm. You do not personally slip it in the box yourself and say, "All right, I'm done." You know, you uh, give it to a I person don't get who's to an slip official. It in the box. I have to have an official slip it into the yep, box. Yep, an official. So the one here in town, uh, actually, because our favorite website, Nextdoor app, someone talked about their experience going and dropping their mail-in ballot off. And they said they're like, there was was an official at the ballot drop box. They took my ID to verify who I was, took our ballots, and in front of us, so there was a witness, they slipped it into the ballot drop box. So there is like an official person who's supposed to be there taking those ballots. All right. Well, th- you know what? It's good to talk about it as much as we can because today is the is the first day of early voting. Mm-hmm. Although the mail in voting has been going on, and I guess, it sounds like the drop box voting has been going on in Texas already. Uh, or was this someplace else that you were talking about? I, be- I believe that was uh, the. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember where, what section. Okay. Was. But today's the first day of early voting. And remember, uh, Dr. Jill Biden will be in uh, the city we live in today, uh, promoting early voting in the state. Okay, uh, we're going to talk about all that stuff. We're going to have a rock news report coming up here shortly. Uh, your phone calls, of course, are always welcome on the toll-free studio line, which is 844-305-6210. That's 844-305-6210. So have that number handy to give us a call. You can call and leave a message if you want to do that on the neckline, and that is available 24 hours a day, round the clock, and you just leave a message and we'll listen to it. could play it back on the air. Toll-free neckline number is 844-805-NECK. That is 844-805-6325. And if you want to uh, give us a shot on Facebook, we've got the show streaming on Facebook. Find Buzz Adams Morning Show and... 
click on the current video, and if you enlarge it, you'll see the chat over on the side pop up. You can follow along in the chat. You can even join in the chat if you'd like to do that. It's Buzz Adams Morning Show at Facebook. All right, let's go around the room. Everybody uh, talk a little bit about what you're working on today. Joanna, let's start with entertainment news. What do you have coming up on the entertainment side of things today? We all remember that D-pic that Chris Evans accidentally posted. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis actually thinks that Chris Evans might have planned it to show us to us in order to encourage everybody to vote. (laughs) Okay. Does Jamie Lee Curtis have any special in? Does with, she know what it looks like? Yeah, I mean, does she? Yeah, well, yeah, she's. I guess she did see it because at the time when it happened, she replied back saying, "My boy, proud of him, got my attention." All right, Brandon's uh, sports headlines. Uh, this was such a big weekend in sports. What are we talking about as far as sports go today? Well, we'll give a recap of the League Championship Series going on in Major League Baseball. And Khabib Nurmagomedov of the UFC, he was offered a chance to coach against Conor McGregor in the Ultimate Fighter, hopefully an ups- upcoming season of the Ultimate Fighter. And he turned it down, and he said they could basically offer me $5 billion. I still wouldn't do it. Was that the guy where the incident yep. under the under the in the parking garage in Vegas Throwing happened? The, uh, yeah, the trash can into the side of the window or whatever it yeah. was. The dolly, <laughs> the dolly. That's yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so that's not going to happen. Yeah, he's basically. I mean, he's already got a fight lined up here coming up this month on the twenty fourth, where he's going to defend his title, and he's basically saying, "Look, I already fought Connor once. I ended him. I destroyed him in the you know in the octagon." I don't see why this keeps being brought up other than the fact that he's got a big mouth. Like, he hasn't earned the shot at coming back at me yet. You know, the the way I look at it is they now have Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson doing comedies together and showing up for any number of things. And i got to figure the bad blood between Evander Holyfield. I mean, he lost a body part over that. So, <laughs> you know, and now it's like, oh, the guy who bit the other guy's ear off, they're doing comedy. Uh, we love it, I guess. So, um, if the, I guess I, I'm saying if Evander and Mike Tyson could get over it, maybe Connor and uh, I doubt it. Rudolf Nureyev or whatever his name is can be get over Nur- it. There you go. Uh, how about <laughs> news headlines, Lisa? You want to uh, give us a lead off here on what's happening in the news? Kind of did with the California ballot drop-off. But mm-hmm. other news, it's Amazon Prime Day, everybody. Uh, today starts the first of two Amazon Prime's days that are happening. And all of the other retailers are kind of getting in on it, too. So you have Target, Walmart, uh, Best Buy. They're all going to be having some sort of a special sale day today to try and compete with Amazon Prime Day. Um, Their sales are online or in the store? Or are they mostly trying to compete? Uh, uh, mostly the- online. And the reason why is a new study was actually released. People saying less than 50% of people say that they're actually going to go shopping in a store this holiday season. And it is because of the pandemic. So they're all trying to compete now for everyone's business online, especially. But uh, if you wanted to, you could order online, go pick up in the store, whatever is you are most comfortable with. Uh, but yeah, there's big, big shopping today. And uh, you expect a lot of people to be I spending got, their Christmas cash. If I'm being honest, like if I went over to Target and there was something at Target, I wouldn't get it through their website, but I would go to Amazon and find the same thing. And the reason is, I already got that all set up. You know, they got my payment. 
information. They got my address. I feel like if I went through a different shopping site, I'd have to sign up for all that stuff again. No, you don't. You just check out as guest. That's kind of why you have PayPal and stuff like that, because most websites have, like, Apple Pay or PayPal or something like that, so you can just... Yeah, but a lot of times they want you to sign up so they can start sending you stuff on your in your mail. You don't have to. Yeah, well, I'm not... I'm not savvy enough to avoid it. So. Yeah, and I also signed you up for Wayfair, Joss and Maine, so you have a Yeah, whole... we're going to order a baby. What, yeah. what is Versona? Mm. Is that something you signed me up for? I mean, maybe. It's uh-huh. women's clothes and accessories. Oh, I didn't, but I might now. Wow. No, that's I'm all right. Somebody already did it. Quit signing me up for stuff. I didn't do that. Joanna, did you sign him up for Versona? I don't know what that is, no. Apparently, it's a store. Spell Versona for me. It's at the fountains. Well, I he probably did it. I did not. It's I a never... women's clothing See? store. That's what I was saying. You guys signed me up. You guys signed me up for Trump fan dating. Yeah, that was great. That was funny. I'm still getting stuff from Farmers Only. <laughs> that was also great. Not great. I have not clever at I'm all. I'm hilarious. Mm. <laughs> Joanna, we are hilarious. <laughs> We're hilarious. <laughs> I guess there's going to be Tuesday night football, and with one exception. In, in the past, there hasn't been a, an NFL game on a Tuesday night since 1946, with one exception. Like 10 years ago, for some reason, they had a Tuesday night game. But does this all have to do with rearranging the schedule and trying to shoehorn everything in because of pandemic restrictions? Yeah, this is the Titans game. Because remember, the Titans already had to use up their bye because the game against the Steelers got postponed. So now they're supposed to play the buffalo bills they can't postpone any more games their bye week is gone so they just they tried to bump it as much as possible um, to allow the titans to get to zero positive covid-19 tests and then play the game are the are both of those teams 5 and 0 oh? no they're both undefeated oh but they're not 5 and 0 oh. the bills are 4 and 0 oh, the titans are 3 and 0 oh, oh. I- Oh, because the Titans missed Titans the game had that of the COVID, league. right? Yeah. Okay, uh, so you got undefeated teams going at it tonight on a very, very rare Tuesday night football. So was there uh, normal football last night too? Yeah, there yeah, was Monday night. Monday night. Was there a second Monday night game or did there no? Just there the was one? supposed to be. Right. The Patriots teams? were supposed to play the Broncos last night, but uh, the Patriots had a positive test over the weekend, so that game got pushed to this coming up weekend, and that's the one that. <laughs> changed eight different games on the schedule or eight different teams schedules coming up yeah, in the, the future. There so was a big shakeup in the schedule. It's getting to the point where the NFL might have to look at having a week 18 of the season. Just add an extra week to because get all the games you, in. Because right now, teams that cannot have games bumped, you've got the Lions and the Packers who were already on their buys this week. You've got the Patriots and Broncos who randomly kind of got their buys this week because of the positive COVID-19 test. And you have the Titans and the Steelers who also had their game bumped because of positive COVID-19 tests. So you already have six teams that if anything were to pop up, it might not even be the Patriots that have a positive test. It could be a team they're playing. They can't bump that game. They might need to look into adding an extra week to the season to try to get in every game possible. All right, well, Trump returned to the campaign trail, and he had a rally yesterday, and we'll get to today in sound clips, but he really went with the, uh, paraphrasing here, no big deal, I had it, it didn't kill me, look at me, look how mighty I am. I'm a hero. 
Take my word for it, huge penis, but look at me. <laughs> I'm almost like superhuman. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Joanna, you are the horror queen of the show. Oh, thank you. You are the horror queen of this entire month. Thank you. So I defer to you, and I want to... Check out my crown, then. You're the May queen? Oh, You're the nice. Halloween queen. Thank you. We're going to get... I don't know if you're keeping it secret. We're going to get to see that Halloween costume you're doing this year because I'm super excited about it. Yeah. And I totally wish I could be inside the bear skin and we could go as like a couple to a I've, bar and win a contest. But I've run into a few problems. With your with your costume? Yep. Do you want to say what it is or you yes, open a surprise? If anybody knows where I could find some of those fake plastic flowers that are not fall, I yeah, need Hobby like Lobby. spring ones. Hobby Lobby. Not expensive. I'm going to budget. What are you doing? The May Queen. From? Midsummer. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> oh, yeah, Joanna, no, there's a there's a flower shop downtown where the, all they sell is silk flowers. Oh, I should go there. I I went to the Dollar Tree and they have nothing but fall Yeah, they because they switch them out every time. You yeah. don't want to be the fall queen then? I mean, And have yourself a king? I've already started. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm all, oh, great. I'm, job, I need Brenda. to go to the store and <laughs> like wear so, get some more flowers. She's really, she's really yeah. on Joanna, Joanna, you're the fall queen. Oh. And then what would you need? Fall leaves? No. no you need a king. <laughs> so say it. What would so you, you need? So you need a fall king partner. Oh, I need a fall king partner. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> So you need people to start sending in their falking r- resumes. Send in your resumes yeah. to me. I need a falking partner. Sure you do. <laughs> your mom and sister have been saying it for a long time. You need to find a falking man. It's true. <laughs> but also, I can't go out with like half of my costume flowers and the other house is just so if you didn't see me though if you had like a little mask but the mask was all like floral like flowers over your face i need the flowers I don't, I'll, I'll send you if that. you didn't see midsummer i think it just came out like last year yeah it was great and it's i forget i keep forgetting the guy's name but he did hereditary which was a ari super aster. Cre- ari aster right so joanne's going as the the May Queen, mm-hmm. which you you know, spoiler, but it's kind of at the end of the movie. And, and you could have had a bear. Oh man, if we could have gone to like a co- co- uh, couple's costume, it would have been one of those where we didn't win because not enough people saw Midsummer to get what, <laughs> right? what it was. But, <laughs> but we there would, would be feel like superior. Ten people in the audience would be like, "That's dope." Yeah, the yeah. Dude, ten, people like, ten people would so totally cool. get it. Meanwhile, we would lose to one of the Joker and Harley Quinns. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure, but we would have our integrity and we could look down our nose at all yeah. the people that We'd didn't like get our midsummer. Refer- yeah, that's yeah. right. The other thing I want to ask you about: we're about to get into uh, rock news. I'm excited. The Nicole Kidman horror movie, The Others. Oh yeah, is being remade. Did see the that original headline. came out 19 years ago. Well, it's I been went that to long. see it in theaters when it came out. So did I, and I was so scared of that movie. I, I it is one that that has grown on me. Like I, I thought, thought it was good. when I saw it, I was like, it has a twist, and I was like, oh, they're trying to rip off the Sixth Sense, Sense. Yeah. right? They're trying to do like a Shyamalan type twist, but it's aged really well. Like mm-hmm. I saw it on TV maybe a year or two ago, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, this is really creepy. And when you when you know what the twist is and you watch it again, everything's even creepier. Uh, so yeah, this it has really aged well for me. But do you think if they remake the others, they're going to take the same twist ending? Because because we all know what happens already. Yeah, maybe 
That's kind of like like you just said. It's like making the sixth sense, and it's like, oh well, he's he's dead people, and the Bruce Willis what? was uh, dead the whole time. Spoiler alert! Yeah. Jeez. You might have a little heads up there or something. Um, Sorry for the twenty-plus-year-old movie. So obviously, it would be a challenge to keep. Darth them. Vader's also Luke Skywalker's father, folks. What? I mean, the whole thing with the others is that you don't know until the end that Nicole Kidman and her kids are the They're others. The They're others. the others. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's really good. You got that, me. That was a good question. You got me, and you didn't have to get M. Night Shyamalan involved at all. <laughs> so, you, you didn't put him on some sort of nature preservation or whatever it was for the village. Look, uh, I liked the village. Yeah, <laughs> some problems with a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of M. Night Shyamalan. But, uh, yeah, so what happened to him? He had, like, really good movies. And it's then almost like he's doing it. He's turning to Adam Sandler. No. no, well, I think it was almost to the sense of that he needed to match that twist yeah. of Sixth Sense, His, and it just wasn't possible. Okay, He's so always trying to reach that twist, and he just can't. Once he decided that's I'm going to be the I'm going to be the, the director as a twist a twist ending, and also I'm going to cameo and everything I direct. Once he did that, it's like everybody's watching his movies with waiting, thinking about the twist, right? Yeah. Well, guess what. The twist doesn't hit you the same way it does if you know it's coming. Mm -hmm. So I think that's... And then also, I think he has tried to make his movies, which throw you off the twist, to the detriment of the movie itself. Right. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. uh, Anybody else after signs, though, just start wearing tinfoil hats for fun? Just me? All right. No, I started leaving uh, glasses of water and baseball bats <laughs> laying around my house. <laughs> Move, Ninos! Vamanos! <laughs> <laughs> Vamanos, Ninos! It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. But I've got random facts for you, so if you want to do that quick educational portion of the show and get some random facts for today, yeah. do it. All right, random facts. I actually check these out. Especially if if the random fact sounds especially hard to believe, I'll, I'll double check them out and make sure that I'm, what I'm bringing you are true facts. So, random fact number one, dogs are banned on Antarctica. So, that's what? the South Pole, the continent where the South Pole is. Dogs are banned because there's a fear that they could spread diseases to the native seals there. So oh, I could see that. Dogs and seals are are, are closer related yeah. than you might imagine. Yeah, seals are the dogs of the sea, man. Yeah. Uh, oh, and they are cute like that. And they both bark. Also, I know from this documentary about Antarctica in the 80s that, like, an alien could take over your dog if you had a dog in Antarctica yep. and then turn the dog into, like, an alien-dog hybrid monster. What movie is this? The Thing. Oh. Joanna. <laughs> That's The Thing. I'm Lisa, but it's okay. Oh, did you say what's yeah. the movie? Yeah. Joanna, did you know what the movie was? I got it, From the yeah. description, Thanks. okay. Did you really question Joanna? Not Joanna on movie night? I thought it was her. Lisa whispering <laughs> sounds like Joanna whispering. <laughs> Random fact number two. The word oxymoron is actually itself an oxymoron. So, Brandon, you know what an oxymoron is? Uh, it's like saying jumbo shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. Two things that are contradictory. Military intelligence is one that a lot of people in the military ah. say. I wouldn't repeat that because I wasn't in the military, but I hear them say it all the time. So the word oxymoron is itself an oxymoron. It's a combination of two Greek words. Oxy, meaning sharp or keen, and moron, meaning dull or stupid. Meaning moron. Yeah, meaning moron. <laughs> <laughs> 
And finally, random fact number three. You know, I now that I'm looking at this fact, maybe I maybe I shouldn't pick this one out just because it's about a restaurant that I, I'm afraid maybe too many people haven't heard of. I haven't seen one like in 20 years. But have you ever heard of Shakey's Pizza? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Shakey's Pizza was founded by a guy named Sherwood Johnson. His nickname was Shakey because he got malaria during World War II, which left him with nerve damage that made him shake. So I just want to point out that every time you're like, hey, let's go to Shakey's, you're kind of making fun of a veteran's combat injuries. Also, his name was Shaky Johnson, yeah. which is freaking objectively hilarious, right? <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We've got a true crime report ready to go here. And I looked high and low. No Florida story this week. Nah, there has to be. I know. I couldn't find it, so no, I, I don't have one in my report. I'm going to find one. Okay. Well, if you can do that, if you want to run the Florida Man game today, if you're able to find one, that'd be fantastic. Let's go ahead and get to our true crime report for today. Weird. It's against the law. It's against the law. It's against the law. It's against the law. Uh uh. That's all illegal. No, it's against the law. Against the law. It's against the law. It's against the law. It's against the law. Brad Pitt is being sued in what sounds like a catfishing scheme. Except he's the one who catfished some random lady. But before I get to that story, I have a I I have a quick one. So we don't have any names or details. Just kind of the Other facts of what Brad happened. Pitt. No, well I'll get to the Brad Pitt story next. But a an intoxicated dancing man in Ohio called the police to say that someone had stolen his cigarettes. The police uh, showed up for the man's complaint. When the police arrived, the man who had called them ended up kicking the police. So they arrested him, and they found his cigarettes in his pocket, <laughs> where they had been the whole time. <laughs> but well, I don't have any other details other than just that. So drunk, dancing, mad that somebody stole his cigarettes, calls the cops, he tries to kick the cops when they show up to help him, and then they find his cigarettes in his pocket. <laughs> Brad Pitt is being sued for allegedly scamming a woman out of $40,000. What? Part of the scam, according to this woman, was that he was dangling the possibility of marriage in front of her. So I didn't know Jennifer Aniston was suing Brad Pitt. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go easy on Jennifer. Uh, Kelly Christina is a healthcare CEO from Plano, Texas. She's CEO, huh? A CEO of a healthcare company in okay. Plano named wow. Kelly Christina. 
I can I can tell you're looking this up just to see what she's all about, aren't you? She seems nice. Well, it's spelled K-E-L-L-I, if that helps your search any. She says Brad Pitt contacted her two years ago to help him raise money for his Make It Right Foundation. That is the charity that Brad Pitt, in fact, did set up to help rebuild New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina. Well, Ms. Ms. Christina, the CEO, sent him $40,000 over the two years since she'd been in touch with him with the agreement that he would show up to fundraising events for her uh, cause. Obviously, he never did. And over that period, she says they also developed a personal relationship. Although never meeting in person, they grew very close, and that included discussions of marriage between her and Brad Pitt. Uh, Eventually, she stopped sending brad money and he ghosted her so she's suing i'm doing the quote fingers brad pitt Mm -hmm. for a hundred thousand dollars okay it's pretty obvious to everybody i guess except this woman that she got scammed by an imposter and that she sent him forty thousand dollars then it wasn't but to kelly it's real uh the real Brad Pitt's lawyers told her that he has never heard of her, <laughs> never heard of her com- company, but he's she's like, still. I don't even know her. Yeah, she's still looking to go ahead with her lawsuit against him. You know, I for, found her on Instagram. Like, like Brad Pitt would, you know, dangle marriage because he needs to get forty thousand dollars, which he, you know, earns per scene in one of his movies. Does she post crazy pictures? No, it it's all seems like normal pictures of her, her grandchildren, like these. Well, beautiful collages. She? I don't know. She looks like maybe 50s. That's why Brad Pitt is. Maybe mid 50s, almost 60. And so somebody commented on one of her pictures On what planet were you living when you thought you were actually dealing with Brad Pitt? Because that planet definitely ain't this one. <laughs> and then she just replies, Please leave my social media site. Thank you. <laughs> and she goes, I know it's easy to look at a story released without my side to make judgments. Maybe wait for the entire story, okay? Then you can judge. Okay. Mm. You got to wait for that other story. How can you judge until you hear back? <laughs> from... Sis, you are catfished. <laughs> Somebody called her sis? Yeah. There was a story that came out toward the end of last week, and it involved a Catholic priest having sex on the altar with two call girls. (laughs) Yeah. And they burned it down, didn't they? They did not burn it down. (laughs) I mean, unless you're speaking figuratively, and then in that case, yeah, they burned it down. But the more details that come out about this, like every detail just ups it by one. So... 37-year-old Reverend Travis Clark is the pastor of a Catholic church in Pearl River, Louisiana. He was arrested a few weeks ago after somebody walked by the church at night, heard some strange noises, went to go see what was happening, saw the following. Uh, Father Travis, the pastor, was having a threesome with two women on the altar of his church. He was still wearing his priestly robes, or vestments, I guess, and he was using adult toys. Turns out the women who were arrested along with Father Travis are both professional dominatrixes. 
Like I say, you keep reading this and you're like, okay, well, no, they can't burned, get any crazier than this. They burned the altar. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought I did see that. Yeah. Well, look that up because this. I got it right here. This, the Archbishop of New Orleans is outraged that the priest allegedly had sex inside <laughs> a church. So he's doing an exorcism of sorts by having the altar removed and burned. The story that I've got is from the New Orleans Times Picayune. It says the New Orleans Archdiocese performed a ritual on the altar to restore its sanctity. Called burning. Yeah, maybe the ritual was, you know what? It's ashes, but it's got its sanctity back. <laughs> dust to dust, huh? Oh, here's another detail. Hmm. The guy took the video and then called the police. So he saw what was going on in the church. He he recorded some of it himself. Then he called the police. Well, it's kind of smart because imagine if they get there and they're not there, nothing's happening. And he's like, I he's swear like, I, I saw, saw that, that. See, I video. Totally got it. Yeah, this uh, is what they look like from behind. Someone look it up on Pornhub. See if the video's up yet. We can't. <laughs> yeah, oh, we got yeah. all kinds Thanks, of buzz. blocks. You can't do nice anything buzz. here. No fun at all. No. Father Travis was arrested on obscenity charges, and the two dominatrixes. 41-year-old Mindy Dixon and 23-year-old Melissa Chang were also arrested. But that's not where the where the crazy stuff in this story ends. There was also stage lighting and at least two cameras filming them while they were debasing the altar. Hmm. It sounds like they were making something that was going to be seen by other people. Uh-huh. Also, the whole thing was clearly visible from the street. So uh, there you go. And you're telling me that the ritual was actually they just burned the altar. Instead, to get what rid of I the have demons. here says, after, uh, as for burning the altar, the archbishop said it was the only way to restore the sanctity of the church. Adding, quote, I am infuri infuriated by his actions. When the details became clear, he ha we had the altar removed and burned. I will consecrate a new altar. Er, I will uh, consecrate a new altar tomorrow. Wow, it sounds like they're taking this way serious than when a Catholic priest has sex with, like, an underage person. Ooh. I mean, these people were 41 and 23 when all the sex abuse in the Catholic Church, which is still going on. I never heard anybody burn an altar over it. So does the priest lose his job, or does he just... I, I don't know. I mean, once again, I mean, it would seem Catholic like that's, priest. you lose your job, but we've uh. seen people do way worse. Maybe he just totally asks for just forgiveness, and then they're like, you're good. Go back to work now. Maybe like, you know, say three Hail Marys. I mean, unless they legitimately treat nah, this guy like worse than Hail they Marys. treat bona fide, <laughs> you know, child molesters that are in the Catholic Church. That that would, because there were a lot of those people that just got reassigned somewhere. Maybe he has to remake the altar. <laughs> that is your penance. <laughs> you have to remake the altar. Here is a crazy story. A woman from Canada stole two artifacts from the ancient city of Pompeii 15 years ago. She was only 21 when she did it, and she's 36 now. She's only been identified as Nicole. Back in 2005, she went to the ancient city of Pompeii. You know, that's the one where the where the volcano went off and everything got buried under lava mm -hmm. and ash yeah. and everything. Great song by Bastille, but yeah, continue. Mm -hmm. She stole two small ceramic tiles that went back you know, almost 2,000 years. But now she has returned the artifacts by mail uh -huh. because she says that they have cursed her. Here's part of what she wrote, the woman only known as Nicole. I am now 36 and had breast cancer twice. My family and I also had financial problems. We're good people, and I don't want to pass this curse on to my family or children. 
Please take them back. They bring bad luck. How does she know that it was the tiles from Pompeii Mm. that were bringing her bad luck? Are you trying to say she seems like the type that stole stuff from other places? Yeah, or maybe bought a a shriveled monkey paw off a gypsy or Mm -hmm. something, Mm -hmm. possibly. three wishes. (laughs) Did you take a picture of that Andy rag doll in Key West? (gasps) Robert the doll. Robert Robert the doll. Yeah, it's Robert the doll. You can't take a picture of Robert. Anyway, uh, it looks like the woman is not going to face any criminal charges for stealing the artifacts in the first place. And we got one other story here. This is the final story on our true crime report. A guy in Tennessee was busted for doing around $30,000 in damage to a cemetery on Monday. Why would he do so much damage to a cemetery? 34-year-old Danny Frazier of Knoxville, Tennessee... Uh, broke some headstones with uh, digging equipment. Now now you're intrigued, aren't you? Why was this uh, guy digging yeah. around in a cemetery? According to Mr. Frazier, the 34-year-old man, he said his grandmother was buried there and he was going to try to resurrect her. <laughs> it does not give any details on wh- what he had in mind for resurrecting his dead grandmother. But... It sounds like he got a backhoe or something in there and was trying to <laughs> dig it out. And he's been charged with vandalism and criminal trespassing. He's all, but it was my grandmother. I, I, does that make a difference? She would have wanted me to. I feel like they need, they owe it to us. Like, well, he didn't get to do it, but what was he going to do? Was he going to do like a Frankenstein, wait for lightning to hit? <laughs> Was he going to start giving her hydroxychloroquine? Maybe he's a big trumper, just thinks it can bring you back to life. <laughs> <laughs> they they do not include an answer here, but that is all we have for today's true crime report. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Buzz, tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. Lisa's going to have our news headlines coming up in about 20 minutes. And they've got a they got a post up somewhere about which who from the morning show would die first in a horror movie. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Sorry, Buzz. Me. Well, that depends. I, I don't I know. Mean, Joanna I, could. Li- I think Joanna would live the longest. I think I'm pretty well. I plan pretty well for like a zombie apocalypse, and I'm you talking plan well, but you're not coordinated. I don't think enough for it. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean, like mentally coordinated or physically coordinated? No, no, coordinated? totally mentally. A little mentally. bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> I think you're mentally coordinated, but I no, don't. No, man, physically. like that spear that I have. Like I go out and practice with that. Okay. I go and get gourds and watermelons and stuff and practice throwing a spear. Okay, well, if then, it's a zombie thing, I I think I'd last longer than most. I don't know. Well, oh, it depends on the zombies, too. Are we talking yeah. 28 no, days no, later? No, World no, War no, Z? No World War Z zombies. If yeah, it's World just, War Z zombies, <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? I'm ready to join the horde. <laughs> Coincidentally, <laughs> Coincidentally enough, I think that's what somebody said in the uh, as a response. Like Buzz's tote's gonna just like whatevs. I think it was something to the effect of Buzz isn't gonna spend the last five minutes of his life running, so he'll just give up. But if they're slow, like Walking Dead zombies, I've really put a lot of thought into this. I don't know. See, I would be like the one nobody. T- nobody wears armor for their forearms. So many people get b- b- bit on the on the forearm. So I bought these things like 
like leather bracers that go around your forearm. That way, if the zombie tries to bite your forearm, they're not getting through that anytime soon. I don't know. See, I'd be the type to just roll in bodies. I would just roll in the remains of and, and get and get smelly. So they thought you were one of them. Yeah. I think I know you a little better than that, Sanchez. You think everything's gross. There's no way you're gonna roll around like in a mosh pit of zombies. Uh, I roll around in actual mosh pits. So yeah, no, no, I'm okay with that. <laughs> perfect. Right. That scent is fine with me. <laughs> All right. Well, in the next hour, we'll we'll look at that. Is that is that posted on BuzzAdamsShow.com? Because it should be. It no, it, if well, it's not it's over on, there yet, it's on our Facebook page. Okay. Yes, it's on Buzz Adam Show's Facebook page. Because well, we, we were wanting, we were getting responses. So if you go to the I'm Buzz Adams Morning Show Facebook page, it's just a it's a picture, and it says, "Who would die first in a horror movie? Buzz, Lisa, Brandon, or Joanna?" I've always pictured myself as kind of the final girl. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's 43. Buzz says final girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Put that on the soundboard. We will. <laughs> Early voting begins today in the state of Texas, and we've got yeah. some things to talk about. Brandon uh, has an article up at buzzadamshow.com, so you can definitely uh, see it there. I don't know if you need to, to scroll back a day or so, but... Brandon, tell us uh, some of the things that, like, common questions people have and, and the answers to those questions. So early voting, it begins today, and it goes all the way through October 30th. And one of the main advantages of voting early is not only is there usually less people. I mean, if anytime you've early voted, have you really had to wait compared to winning no. election day? No, and also you can go to any, you can go to any polling. You can go to any. To get to. Yeah. Because the main point is deal. on election day, you have to go to your polling place. Like for me, mine is an elementary school uh, that's near my house, but there's actually a polling place closer. But since I'm, that's wherever the cutoff line was for that, mm-hmm. um, I would have to go to the elementary school. But if I want to vote early, I can go to the YWCA that's right down the street, and I can go do it there. And you can do it pretty much anywhere. And there's links in this article, too, at buzzadamshow.com to where you can get uh, all of this information. You are required to show acceptable form of ID. That includes a Texas driver's license, a Texas um, election ID certificate, Texas personal ID, handgun license, U.S. Uh, ID with photo, or a uh, military ID with photo. Now, if you don't have an ID, you can still vote. That is possible. One of the ways that you can do it is you sign a sworn statement that there is a reason why you don't have the acceptable forms of ID. Let's say your wallet was stolen or you left your wallet somewhere else and they're all gone and it just happened you know, today and you're not going to be able to get one back in time to vote. If you can't provide the sworn statement, you can still vote. You can cast a provisional ballot, but at that point, you have to make it to the voter registrar's office within six days of the election and present one of the forms of ID or submit a temporary affidavit. So there are ways that you can vote, even without ID. But the big points here, now through October 30th, early voting is open. And take advantage of it because you can pretty much vote wherever you want to. Do you have to wear a mask to vote is a question that was asked in the... El Paso Times and the Texas Secretary of State, Ruth Hughes, who's this Texas top top elections official, uh, says that there are some common sense practices that they're encouraging uh, for poll workers and voters that include maintaining safe distances, keeping hands clean and not mingling with others. 
Many counties in Texas are also providing plexiglass shields to separate workers from voters. And also, and I'm reading this right out of the paper today, condom-like sleeves to cover fingers that touch voting equipment. You know, condom-like sleeves, or you could call them gloves, I guess, if you wanted to. <laughs> no, 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 no. What they're talking about, they're, they're called... Like the finger condoms, Yeah, we call right? them finger condoms. It's yeah. if you cut your finger when you work in a restaurant. Um, it's to protect it so that if you put a, 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 a Band-Aid on it, it doesn't touch the food. They're, they're called finger condoms. All right, so here is the answer to the question. Do you have to wear a mask to vote? Mask wearing, though encouraged, is not required when casting ballots per Governor Greg Abbott's order. Uh, the drop-off controversy. Lisa, you know a little bit about this. There's a new wrinkle in the mail-in process uh for Texas anyway, by another decree that came down from Governor Abbott with a high demand for ballots, several counties set up multiple drop-off sites for voters who wanted to submit their ballots mm-hmm. without just sticking it in the mailbox. So we're, we're going to have some of those in Texas. And yeah, I guess the, they're doing something like it in California, or there's a controversy in California. Well, let's talk about Texas first. So um, the federal appeals court has ruled with Governor Abbott. Um, Texas counties can offer... Only one drop-off ballot location if they so choose. Uh, This is obviously a problem because, well, some of these counties are pretty sprawling. And is someone going to want to drive hours to go drop off their ballot? Uh, But uh, Texas counties, they may collect mail-in ballots at only one location. Um, It's upholding an order from Governor Abbott that restricts uh, voting options. Um, This is going to be, I think, an issue for a lot of people in the more rural counties getting to their uh, ballot drop-off locations. But uh, in the state of California, there was an issue because election officials have ordered Republicans to remove unofficial ballot drop boxes from churches, gun shops, and other locations due to potential vote tampering. Republicans, however, they're refusing, saying they're simply taking advantage of California's liberal ballot collection laws that allow anyone to collect ballots from voters and then deliver them to county election offices. And due to the pandemic, California mailed their ballots to all active registered voters. It's more than 21 million people. Ballots are in prepaid envelopes for voters to mail back free of charge. State uh, law allows county election officers to set up drop boxes throughout the county where people can drop off their ballots in person. But Republicans set up their ballot drop boxes in at least three counties. They won't say how many were distributed. They won't say how many ballots they've collected. Uh, the California Republican Party said that state laws, they don't specifically ban them from collecting ballots. Uh, the ballot boxes are in Fresno, Los Angeles, and Orange County. These are all areas with highly competitive U.S. House races. I can tell you, I think there ought to be like an official there or something. You know, this like collecting ballots and then the people that collect the ballots are going to have like the sole possession of them for a period of time until they turn them in or whatever. Yeah. And that's why they're saying this isn't sounds fair. Sounds a little, uh, sounds a little rotten, right? But at the same time, uh, the Republicans set these up, and they set it up in gun shops, churches. Yeah, I mean, they're really playing to their- probably not black churches. <laughs> but but the thing is, they're probably going to be collecting Republican ballots. 
So what they told him, you guys can't set up your own things, and, and the Republicans saying, disagree, yeah, or so they're still going to keep doing it. Technically, they are correct. They can still do this. Uh, the laws in in California, state laws, just say voters who can't return their ballots themselves, they can ask anyone to do it for them. So they're saying they're taking that role and collecting the ballots and taking them to the voter. Uh, to the county election officials. We got a caller. We got Adrian on the line. Uh, that's a toll free studio line, which you can also call at 844 305 6210. Good morning, Adrian. Good morning, Buzz. How are you, sir? Doing good. What's up? Morning, everybody. Good morning. Morning. Uh, so I was, just, I was just, you know, driving on my way to work and it caught my attention. You guys are talking about the votes, election votes, and all that. And it just, you know, throws me off. I'm like, okay, like, okay, you guys, everybody mentions. Um, every vote, every vote counts. With the vote, and then and and it's understandable. Of course, every vote should or every vote should count, and so should felons. Certain felonies, certain felons, certain committed felons should mm-hmm. have have a chance to vote because, uh, believe me or not, the numbers are high. They're still high. People waiting to have their felons charged with the felons. It's just we're, we're talking about people who had who had been convicted of a felony. But right. who, who are now out of prison, right? Yes, yes, definitely. Okay, so they've served their time. You know, Florida is an interesting uh, example. They actually had a vote in Florida that mm-hmm. that reenfranchised certain felons. I think it might have been for nonviolent felons. Anyway, uh, so you had you know a good number of people in Florida who who had served their time, still had that felony on their record, mm-hmm. but were going to be able to vote. But then. Once again, uh, the Republican Party in Florida passed a, a thing that's, that pertained to it that said, if you have any restitution or anything that you're required to pay back, you can't vote until you pay back you know, uh, whoever it is that you owe money to, whether it's the state of Florida right. or, the, or the police officers or the county or whatever. And people were saying, yep. yeah, that's kind of a poll tax, you yeah. know, which is unconstitutional. They they did that against uh, African Americans after the Civil War. The thing was, yeah. all right, yeah, you have the right to vote, but you have to pay a certain amount, knowing that that those people didn't have that money. And, that money, exactly. Yeah, so that was and, a, a subject of a sixty minutes of a couple of weeks ago that I saw is really interesting. Yeah, and you see here in Texas, I mean, I mean, speaking of experience, uh, I'm I'm looking to ban. You know, I had a. Uh, no, no assault, nothing like that. It was drug, of course, drug related. Uh, and um, Texas, of course, once you sign your time, whatever, it, there, there's no restitution fine. There's no court fees. There's nothing. Once you sign a time, you're obligated to do your time and time served, and that's it. Wait, what's the deal in in Texas? Can a can a can a convicted felon vote in Texas elections? Uh, I I can't I can't I guess because I, I guess like I said you you know it all depends on the amount of drug I guess I don't know <laughs> I mean don't think I'm not, don't, don't think I'm chopper when I said that but yeah you know it all depends like you know uh uh how how things worked out I guess I don't know it's just you know it, it it'll be it'll make a big change I believe is certain you know if it, it'll actually uh work out a little better for yeah. like I said certain Balance, certain convicted All right, Adrian, I appreciate the call. Well, I appreciate you. All right, thanks for calling. Thank you. Now, people are hearing this and they're thinking, 
oh, well, most of the felons are going to want to vote Democrat. And I just have to remind you, I mean, the past four years, how many millions of people on the Trump campaign have gone to prison? There are a lot of Republicans in the prison system, too. So It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Early voting uh, starts today in Texas. And we ran down some of the frequently asked questions. If you vote early, you don't have to go to a specific polling place. You can you could go to any of them. I mean, not any of them. You probably have to go in, you know, your county. Do you have to wear a mask? Not required, according to the order from Gov- Governor Greg Abbott. They're encouraging it, and probably the poll workers are going to be wearing masks, and you probably should too. Brandon, did you also have something about whether or not people should disinfect their mail-in ballot? Mail-in yeah, don't ballot? do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you happen to be getting a mail-in ballot, uh, mail-in ballot, uh, don't hose it down with rubbing alcohol or disinfectant. They've had this happen. This was over in California. They've had over in one county over a hundred ballots that they can't count now because they've been destroyed by people trying to disinfect them. And what they've said is. These ballots were sent out long ago. They've been sitting in, you know, hot mailboxes for a while now. There's no the the, the chances of COVID nineteen being on any of this is incredibly low. Here like zero. Here is a statement. This is officials in Sacramento put out a statement after at least a hundred people uh, disinfected their mail in ballots. What they found out is the machines can't read them. Yep. So it's probably not doing any good as far as the germ goes. But it could invalidate uh, your vote. So officials are saying that at least 100 people did it. They said they're contacting all 100 people and giving them new ballots. But here's a little bit of what they're... uh, They're making this clear. You should not disinfect your ballots because it might make the ballot unreadable. And speaking of voting and early voting, uh, Kanye West is still doing this uh, stunt, I guess, is still going on. And honestly, you didn't you didn't know if he was still keeping it up or not. I didn't. It's like, yeah, well, I, I didn't hear him. Yeah, just stopped. Yeah, right. You didn't hear about it for a few weeks, uh-huh. and you thought, all right, well, they got him back on his meds or something. But now, yeah. it's still going on, and he just released his first uh, campaign ad, and it's like really ordinary, surprisingly, but it's also yeah. like super half-assed. You know, it's like. Oh, there's there's an image of a flag and, and oceans. Vote, vote for me. It's about 90 seconds long, and religion is really the only platform that he's talking about. It's just uh-huh. basically, America needs to start praying to God more. Um, it's just very vague, I think, is what people are saying. So here's a little bit, not all 90 seconds, but a little clip of the Kanye West campaign ad that is completely half-assing it. All right, it goes on like this. It gets into a, like a real. I, I don't know if you recognize that Does as he church start talk. Rapping That's totally church talk. Uh, no, he doesn't. It's so good. A lot of this is just very, very Jesus vague. Jesus. Oh my God. I was thinking of the same song. <laughs> God, show me the way. <laughs> Jesus. God, show me the way, because the devil's trying to bring me down. <laughs> I just remember when we were rapping that when we were younger, and my friend's mom was so happy. She's like, you're finally embracing the Lord. And we're like, no, dude, that's a Kanye song. So one of two things is happening here. Here are the two things that's happening. Either somehow the Trump campaign has convinced Kanye 
that he's got a chance to win and they're they're playing him or Kanye's in on it and is just hoping I, and what it says about their mindset toward black voters is really disturbing uh, what they're saying is well who knows if Kanye want, win, uh, runs maybe some African American voters that would have voted for Biden do it either as a joke or you know maybe they just really like Kanye and maybe that tiny sliver of a percentage he, he's polling it under two percent he's only he's only on the ballot in eight states there's no way he could win even if he won those eight states but i mean the worst case scenario is that the republicans the trump organization are just like well blacks are stupid they might vote for kanye so let's roll it out there and the worst case scenario for kanye is that he he's in on it and he knows all that Otherwise, he's just delusional and crazy, which is kind of standard Kanye. All right, so somebody asked a question on our Morning Show Facebook page. Who in the Morning Show would die first in a horror movie? So can you uh, lay out, like, wh- which horror movie are we talking about? I think there are some general, horror movies I would do. Says in Plus. general in a horror movie, and that's where... The creativity of uh, the listening audience comes comes through. Can you give me some examples? Uh, um, let me um. see here. Luis says Buzz, then Lisa and Joanna at the same time trying to save a stray animal. Brandon nice. would survive. Okay. Who do we think amongst the four of us? Buzz. Would die first? Yeah. I think I, I could see it. It depends on the horror scenario. I mean, it... The- <laughs> But. Ever since The Walking Dead came on, like almost ten years ago, I've been planning for that, like it's an actual thing. You don't have any idea, like how many hand axes I have at my house. And... Possession of a weapon does, does not, not mean... mean survival. I practice with it. Yeah, but mm. but how good the are you technically, dude? You bought a bow and arrow that was made out of PVC pipe. That's true. Mm-hmm. Point made. Don't have to go scrounging for ammunition. Just get your arrows back when you kill the... Just get uh, your PVC pipe. Yeah. <laughs> when you get the arrow to fly three full feet out of your PVC. When you finally figured it out. Did you ever figure it out? No, it's not a very good at bone arrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just not. All right, what else? Any other comments you'd like to share? David says here, Buzz, but it wouldn't be the monster who got him. He would just fall and injure himself. And then yeah. we'd have to leave you behind uh, because you would like yeah, that could be. slow us all down. Uh, Angel says Buzz, Joanna, Lisa, and of course Brandon's last. He's, why does everybody pick you? Why does everybody assume know. you'd do well in a in a horror movie? Because he's least likely. Like I like if Joanna injured herself, I'm gonna try and stay with her and help her. Brandon, no f's given. He's I mean, gonna be like survival yeah, the fittest. Like, I'm out. If I'm it's out. a Bye, if, if it's a horror movie, <laughs> listen. <laughs> If we're talking about a horror movie, like a slasher movie, it's going to be one of the girls because it's always a final girl, not the final guy. Plot twist. I'm the killer. Uh, Ah, Hold on. So this one continuing on here, it says, and of course, Brandon's last. He's too smart to get caught all stupid horror movie style. Either he's getting away to call the cops for the sequel or he almost gets away and gets it the worst. And then somebody responded to Angel's uh, post. Vero says, or Brandon is the real killer. Right. Okay. So if you want to put a vote in there, you could go over to uh, the Facebook page for Buzz Adams Morning Show. And so that's not like an article, so we couldn't cross post it on the website. You got to you got to check it Just out. Go on to, Facebook. Yeah, you got to go to Facebook. I mean, we can turn this into an article. Yeah, we can do that. But th- yeah, this is all on Facebook. There's another one here. 
that says, Paul says Buzz because of Path of Least Resistance. That's why he thinks that you're going first. Then Nico, because he would never leave Buzz's side. Then, Joanne, then Joanna, because she'll be laughing at Buzz. <laughs> then Lisa, only because she would be slowed down by injured puppies. Yeah, And true. then uh, lastly, Brandon would survive and then do a freestyle rap. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you like my strategy uh, early on when Walking Dead became really popular? What? Well, the zombies will eat animals if they can catch them. So I would try and just go everywhere I went with a basket full of like kittens mm-hmm. and just like throw the kittens at the zombies because then they'd be like, stop and snack. And then mm-hmm. I'd be gone. So just carry like... Uh, Carry kittens with yeah, them. Not a cat, because zombies, a cat would just run away. But, but what if the zombies don't eat kittens? Well, they they eat anything. They eat horse. Nah, I'm nah, Walking Dead. Don, they ate his nah, horse. Remember Dawn of the Dead in the remake? Talking they Walking send, Dead zombies. Brandon, come on. Don't be crazy. It could be either or. I'm talking Walking Dead the only zombies. One, the only one that we're not allowing in are those uh, World War Z, because they're too damn fast. <laughs> uh-uh. Right. Forget that. But remember, it's going we'll to it's gonna take more than Brad Pitt wearing an infinity scarf to get me to <laughs> stick around in that scenario. Now, remember, they sent the dog over to the guy that owned the gun shop because they realized, oh, the zombies don't care about is the dog. Is that the oh, remake yeah. of the yeah. Dawn of the Dead? Yeah, Absolutely. Well, that's true, but that's Dawn of the Dead, not Walking Dead. By the way, uh, Fear the Walking Dead is a spinoff. And it's been on for like four seasons, and mm-hmm. Sunday's episode, which was the first of this season, is one of the best episodes of Walking Dead anything that I've ever seen. So if if you want to try and watch some Walking Dead, because I know a lot of people uh, fell out of love with Walking Dead after a couple of seasons, but Fear the Walking yep. Dead is really great. You don't even have to go back to the very beginning. Just watch it from the point where they meet up with Morgan, uh, Lenny James. Morgan was mm-hmm. in the very first episode the of the Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, so and then he learned mm-hmm. the stick. So it's basically about Morgan at this point, and it's really, really great. Uh, look, I thought he moved over to like Fear the Walking. Yeah, that's Dead. what he's on. Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, okay. So it's Fear the Walking Dead season just started on Sunday, and it was a, just a phenomenally good ep- episode. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We're gonna get a look at our. Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events to find out what's going on in the world. And then Joanna's going to have some entertainment news coming up for us in just a little bit. Reminders for TV tonight. The Bachelorette is back. The 16th season premiere of The Bachelorette is tonight on ABC. I don't plan on watching Why not? this time around. Not in a, uh, not in a uh, relationship at this point. Is that why you let 90 Day Fiance go to the wayside as well? Probably. Like, I love 90 Day Fiance, but if I don't have a girl to watch or a woman to watch it with, I I just find myself... Weird. Yeah, it starts piling up back in the, like, the DVR. I don't know. They kind of have me. I saw a commercial the other day for the new Bachelorette season, and I just, I really do want to see what happens. What's her name? Claire? And what's her deal? Is she is she, she the leaves. one? Who's, oh, what? Remember, she's the one yeah. who found oh, love. She found love right away. Oh. Yeah, but they document the whole thing so that they're going to start it her. up with her. Is she the one who's like in her thirties or yeah, older? Yeah, she's a or hairstylist. Okay. Yeah. Well, report back to us. Let us know. I kind of want to watch it, but then I'm also like, I've never watched it. Are you guys still watching Mass Singer? I guess there was a Mass Singer last night, and I kind of do it. Last like night? No, it's on Wednesdays. I thought there was a Mass Singer that. That got revealed 
Last week. I still haven't seen the episode. Don't tell me. Oh, you haven't seen it? No, because then I started watching the Creek Show, and then I watched the trick-or-treating movie, and I I don't watch a lot of TV, so it really does take a lot out of me to find a show and keep up with it. (laughs) The Haunting of Bly Manor. No, hell no. Hell no. (laughs) Hell no. How far, okay, so how when, Lisa says, the, when Lisa uh, says the... I think I'm on episode four. Okay. Ooh. When Lisa says the Creek Show, she's talking about S-Creek. S-Creek which I'm one, terrified I'm going to say the word, so I just say the Creek Show. And when she says the trick-or-treater, she's talking about the classic Halloween movie Trick-or-Treat. So. That was a great movie. I told Joanna. Right? I did not expect myself to like it that, because I don't like scary movies at all, but I really enjoyed that. You movie. got into Walking Dead and it's, I mean, it's a TV show, but it's scary, gruesome, and gory and everything. I liked the storyline behind it, but then, you know, when they spent so many episodes just walking and there was no dead to be found, I was like, ah, screw this. Uh, over on NBC, Ellen's Game of Games is on, and then let's uh, check out a couple of new Bloomhouse horror movies that are debuting on Amazon. Are you ready for this, Joanna? Yeah. Do you have Amazon? I do. All right. Evil Eye from Bloomhouse. Those are the people that do the hostel. And, yeah. Um, a superstitious mom becomes convinced that her daughter's new boyfriend is the reincarnation of someone who tried to kill her three decades earlier. You can check out the trailer at buzzadamshow.com under my What's Worth Streaming in October. So you do believe it's worth streaming? Yes. All right. Also, another... Bloomhouse Horror Movie is streaming today on Amazon. Nocturne. Did you include that one in your article? Yes, I did. A timid music student at an elite arts academy starts to outshine her more talented sister after finding a mysterious notebook that belonged to a dead classmate. Uh, Both of those are new, and both of those are streaming on Amazon. Did you ever start watching The Boys? No, but you've just told me it ended already. So I may may watch them. Yeah, check it out. That's how I felt I mean, about good. The Creek. I, I started, I was like, all right, season six is out. It's time to start watching it. I think I'm almost done with season uh, three right now. The season ended last week with the yeah. with the episode of The Boys, but it, it I couldn't get, are are they coming back for another season? Because yes, it really, they are. Oh, yeah. It because seemed like a, a good next, stopping place because everything kind of resolved. In the next season, they bring in Jensen Ackles from Supernatural, and he'll be playing... Uh, one of the original love sausage. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a, did you want to tell him about the uh, the thing around your neck? <laughs> Girls do get it done. We did. Uh, we did. Okay. We did not see enough love sausage. They just teased us with the love sausage. Oh, so we didn't weird. get the full love sausage. Maybe Jansen Ackles is there to remind us to not text and drive and uh, wear your seatbelt courtesy yeah. of Text Dot. Mm-hmm. What is? I don't get that. He's on a commercial. He we hear him every yes. day. <laughs> this is he is? Hey, this is Jensen Ackles. Yeah. I don't even have any idea who that guy is. You can check out an article on Jensen Ackles at Buzz Adam Show. <laughs> there you go. Yes, Joanna. Proof Buzz doesn't read our website. Yeah, seriously, though. <laughs> or he just skips over Joanna's article. Basically. Well, I just go in and see if mine are up or not. And... I know, and then complain. <laughs> I don't see it. Yeah. It's there. Let's go ahead and do our Mo Show calendar at Daily Almanac of Events. Today is October the 13th, and it is National No Bra Day. All right. Let's get, let them let free, ladies. Come on. It's part of the patriarchy that you even have to wear those uncomfortable things. <laughs> you don't wear petticoats anymore. What are you doing wearing? The- I have a petticoat. <laughs> you do? Yeah. Question, I wear- what is a petticoat? <gasps> it's, a, it's a junction. 
petticoat. It's the it, it's a jock. Like those, like those underwear back in the olden days when women wore like 15 layers of clothing when oh, it was 100 okay. degrees outside. No, you're thinking of... Um, of Bloomers? Yeah, you're thinking of bloomers. A petticoat is just like the tutu kind of that goes underneath the skirt I see to the poof it out. Tutu, yeah, yeah. I have like three petticoats. <laughs> Are you a cos- are you into steampunk or something? Get your eighteen hundreds women's fashion in in line, buddy. I love it. No, I love petticoats. I, it depends on the outfit, but that with like a nice little like parasol. Oh my gosh, so cute! I almost wore one to Emily's wedding. <laughs> Today is also English Language Day. Today is National Chess Day. And second Tuesday in October is always National Face Your Fears Day. Like if you were going to do a thing room, like bus. a fear factor thing, do you think that that's what it would be for me is is standing next to the ledge of a roof? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty petrified. At, at that fall, it wouldn't even kill you. I mean, you'd break your legs probably, but I just can't. I can't get close. What would yours be? For fears? Yeah, National Face Your Fears Day. Oh, if they were uh, gonna closed, real- closed spaces. I'm I'm massively claustrophobic. So so being buried alive in a coffin. Oh God, yeah. Okay. Lisa. Uh, dark water. I'm sorry. Just water that is dark in color. Yeah, freaks me out. All right, Joanna. Um, like high altitudes. And, and falling from them. So you and Buzz going up to the roof. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, but would God. you consider the top of this building a high altitude? If I looked it's a down, one, it's yeah. A one, it's a one-story building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, we're not like some like, still... high-rise downtown or something. <laughs> that's still floor that I'm going to end up hitting. That's going to break my fall yeah, in my face. Like, and when I see a kid running around, like, at the mall on the upper <gasps> level, and they run oh, up to God, those glass anxiety. things... Oh, I'm just beside myself with anxiety. And I'm going to get that kid away right. from that ledge because there's like a little opening between the glass. And also sometimes the kid's a toddler and you know how they run like they're drunk and the kid runs up there and just smacks against the glass. Oh and I'm God. like, that glass could let go. What are you doing? I hate it. Anxiety. It used to drive me insane when it was my kids and now it drives me insane when it's other people's kids. <laughs> <laughs> Birthdays today include Tiffany Trump, who is one of Donald oh. Trump's... Kids. The quiet one. She's 27. That's the one that Donald had with second wife Marla Maples. You know, like the like the Hooters girl that he that he married after he left his wife, but before he met the wife who was illegally in the country from Slovenia. You know, she's in there anyway. Actor Himesh Patel is 30. He starred in Yesterday, the movie about the guy who wakes oh, yeah. up. Nobody remembers oh, the Beatles. Yeah. That was a really good movie. I watched it again the other day. I love that movie. You know what? I finally watched the Bruce Springsteen the, the Bruce, one. Bruce Springsteen one was not as good. Yeah. As the as the Beatles one, it was good, but it was not as good. Uh, birthday for Sasha Baron Cohen. He is Ali G and Borat, and that Borat movie is hitting I'm this excited. month. I think it's October thirtieth is when that's going to be available and it's going to go straight to streaming. So Sasha Baron Cohen Borat is 49 today. Mr. Panis. NFL legendary wide receiver and probably the best wide receiver in history. Jerry Rice is 58 today. 
From, Didn't he win Dancing with the Stars? He was the runner-up. Drew Lachey mm. won Ugh. Dance, which also I'm so is on kind, your side right. now, Buzz. Because I mean, if I you was, did something where your job, where a major mm-hmm. part of it was dancing, you're a professional dancer. You shouldn't be competing against football players they're, and politicians. They're over there praising Johnny Weir for his amazing <gasps> yeah. performance. I'm like, he I is an ice skater. You're a dancer with Johnny on Johnny Weir on Dancing with the Stars. I think he's doing amazing. Him he's and doing AJ. amazing because they're dancers. Um, AJ's also doing just great. A couple that other a couple other birthdays. Marie Oz uh Marie Osmond is sixty one today. Sammy Hagar. Side note, do we all think the owls are John, Donnie and Marie? I think singer? it is. Donnie's already been on back? it. Donnie's know, already been on it. Still. No. Uh, they're, um, they're siblings. They're totally siblings. Sammy Hagar, who was a uh, member of Van Halen for a while and also had a uh, solo career, of course. You know who Sammy Hagar is. I don't have to tell you who Sammy Hagar is. 73 years old today. And Paul Simon of the legendary Simon and Garfunkel is 79 today. And as uh, we mentioned, today is no bra day. Go right. go braless is Let's what they're take encouraging. Your bra off then. Mm-hmm. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Let's get a look at entertainment news and with headlines from Hollywood, here's Joanna Barber. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Chris Evans became known for having more than just one pair of patriotic glutes when he accidentally posted an explicit photo of himself last month. Everybody remember that? Yeah. America's mm-hmm. penis. It's America's penis. It's beautiful. While the actor maintains that the non-suitable for work blunder was an embarrassing mistake, his Knives Out co-star and on-screen mom, Jamie Lee Curtis, says that she sees right through those lies. Appearing on the Kelly Clarkson show on Monday, the actress doesn't believe that Evan's side of the story, she doesn't believe his story one bit. Instead, she believes that it was planned. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever ah, see Kn- Johnson? Did you guys ever see Knives Out? I did. Yeah, great yeah. movie, yeah. man. Pretty good, right? A lot of fun. I think it's still on Amazon Prime too. I think so too. Well, after the infamous photos purged from Evans' social media accounts, the Captain America star broke his social media silence, saying, "Now that I have your attention, vote November 3rd. A crazy jewelry heist scene on NCIS New Orleans got way too real for the actors involved when real cops showed up and pointed their very real guns at them, and now they're suing. The two actors involved in the scene, along with the jewelry store owner, have filed a lawsuit in L.A. against CBS for allegedly misleading them into shooting a realistic guerrilla-style armed robbery in broad daylight. They're not suing the cops who showed up. They're suing suing CBS. Because they didn't... Why? Because they claim that they were approached by the NCIS producers uh, to shoot, to talk about filming the robbery, and they agreed to do it under the assumption that it was a traditional television shoot with permits, police present, and standard safety protocols. Instead, the men accused CBS of failing to notify local authorities and surrounding businesses that the armed robbery scene set in the middle of a busy New Orleans shopping center was not real. Why, why does NCIS skimp on something like that? I, don't I mean, know. don't they have like 20 shows on simultaneous on TV? Right. According to the suit, the owner of the store next to the jewelry store understandably called 911 after seeing <laughs> actors jump out of an unmarked van in ski masks <laughs> carrying realistic looking assault rifles while yelling, 
this is a robbery. <laughs> <laughs> this prompted cops to race to the scene and point their very real weapons at the actors who say they could have been killed by the officers with one false move. The three men claim the ordeal was terrifying and traumatizing and that they still feel the psychological effects, so they're suing CBS for damages. The network filed docs to get the case tossed out of California court, arguing that it involves events that took place in Louisiana, so that's where the case should have been filed. But the plaintiff's lawyers disagree, saying the show is produced by CBS in L.A. With entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. We are into the fifth and final hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show. The El Paso hour, although all are welcome. We've got listeners. Uh, a guy from West Africa showed up again, so good morning. Uh, wherever you're listening from. We're tickled pink to have you. But the 9 o'clock hour is uh, when we do set aside, especially if we're going to talk about some some really local stuff. So for the remainder of the week, we're going to have some of the mayoral candidates that are coming by in the 9 o'clock hour. Lisa, off the top of your head, do you remember kind of who we have scheduled so far? Today is the first day of early voting, by the way. It is, And yes. I think I've mean, gotten not- conflicting reports, too. About how but busy the was polling places su- are? So yeah, there's somebody who was there super early... And they were like, there's nobody here. But then I think within an hour, somebody else said that they were going to vote early and the line had already grown immensely. Yeah, if you're in line, uh, shoot us an email or call, call us. Yeah. yeah, call us and let us know if it's, you know, where you're at, how the line is. Because the thing is, right now it's early voting, so you can vote anywhere. You can so, try it again tomorrow. Right, you can try it again <laughs> tomorrow. But the thing is, is you can vote anywhere. So if you you go to one place, there's a huge line, a bunch of people, and you're saying, screw that, maybe two miles down the road, there's nobody in line at that other spot. So if you're somewhere and it's really packed, let us know. I if mean, it's the, somewhere that, there's nothing, nobody's there, let us know so we can send people to go. That really says something. If there if there are lines to go vote, that, that means there are so many people that want to vote. They can't wait <laughs> to vote. You know, they want to do it on the first day in the morning this as early what, as they can vote. This this is what we saw happen last week in New Mexico. Uh, my parents, they went at, I think, 8 o'clock in the morning to go vote, and they waited uh, for two hours so that they could finally cast their ballots. And so um, this is something, it is the first day, though, my dad did say, he's like, when we got there, we had to wait, but when we left, the half the line was gone already. Brandon's got some uh, facts and factoids and need-to-know information about voting in a post over at klaq.com so you might have to scroll back a little bit but you can find that what are the kind of the big takeaways from that article that you wrote brandon early voting it begins today it goes through october 30th even you, you need an id to go vote but even if you don't have an id there are still ways for you to cast your vote such as a provisional ballot or um writing a um um you know, I just blanked on that. There, there might be something where you have to have somebody certified. Sworn, yeah, sworn, sworn statement that there's a mm-hmm. reason why you don't have the acceptable form of ID. And there's a lot of different options for identification as well. There's a driver's license, Texas election ID certificate, uh, Texas personal ID card, Texas handgun license. Like these are all options. And if you're 70 or older, your ID can actually be expired for any length of time as long as the ID is otherwise valid. Other than the expiration date, if it's a valid ID, you can use that. For all the 70-year-olds how about that, if um, I'm somebody? to our show. How about if I'm somebody who I was going to do mail-in, but I heard about these uh, ballot drop-offs that you can go to. 
Are those a scam? How do I tell, uh, you know, if it's legit? What What are they saying about those ballot drop-off locations? I don't know. Are you asking I, me that? Well, who any, are you asking? Any, anybody who knows. No, I don't know. In, the, in this area or in... Well, what's the deal going on in California? In California, um, so it depends on the state. So each state has different rules. Um, what it means. So in, I believe in Texas right now, um, the states are allowed to have only one ballot drop-off box. In Texas. In Per county. That is allowed in Texas okay. right now. So... It depends on the county whether or not they want to do that. Uh, the one here in town, I know that they, they do have someone who is manning it. Uh, so you do have to show your IDs uh, before you can go ahead and uh, submit those ballots. And where is it? Um, I believe the El, Pound- El Paso County Courthouse. Okay. Um, the I would have to find it. But I mean, I- if there's only one of them and it's downtown inside the courthouse, that kind of takes the convenience out of just dropping it off. Doesn't no, it's, it? it's no, no. You can do it from your car. It's outdoors. Okay. It, there, you know, it's it's outdoors. But I did see someone that did say that they um, were, had already cast their ballot and they said it was super easy and convenient for them. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing exactly where. Um, I th- believe it is located there. Um, I'll double check and find out, but it just, it depends on the state. Every state is different right now. But in California, there are people setting these drop-offs up and technically it, it's not against the rules of what they've got in California. Uh, no. In or Cal- it's being challenged, right? So it, it's not against the rules because they do have very, uh, lax rules in that state and the reason why because this is the first time that they're going to be they mailed out all of the ballots to people um so they have that it's a new process so the republican party in texas in california i'm sorry uh they have set up ballot drop-off boxes inside of churches um gun shops and i forgot the last place but they they did it in three counties that have very contentious relates rate uh elections and races that are happening there. Uh, that's Fresno, Orange County, and uh, I can't remember the last state or the last county that they're having these issues. Here's my question. If you if you were in California dropped off at one of these, I guess it's a, a ballot drop-off, but there's no electoral official there. How do you know that somebody doesn't go through and tamper with them? That's part of the issue that they're saying they don't know, one, who has submitted their ballots to these places, to what they're doing with them. They're saying that they're turning them in, but uh, they don't necessarily know that for sure. Moving on, I got a couple of other uh, items that I want to talk about. Do you remember as this pandemic and the deaths were piling up and piling up, do you remember hearing stories from people who were like, oh, it's a conspiracy and they're counting everything. Like there was a guy who jumped out of an airplane and forgot his parachute and they ended up counting him as Yeah, we had a caller call in and tell us about that. Right, and we had to inform them that that was from a... Fake news source. A a fake news source. Like a satirical. Yeah, Babylon B is where that one was from. But you you remember it's like, well, they're they're counting everything. They're just counting everything as coronavirus. There's a study uh, from a university that's found the opposite is actually the truth that the U.S. virus toll is is really undercounted by as many as 75,000 people. And... So we could be closer to 300,000. Yeah, and some of them are... They did this research. It's uh, Virginia Commonwealth University. 
Richmond, Virginia. VCU. And they they found that some of them were misdiagnoses, so that accounted for some of them. Then it was other things that were uh, indirectly caused by the pandemic. And, yeah, you might be thinking, oh, okay, well, if it's indirectly, it doesn't count as a COVID death. But they make a pretty convincing case that some of these, you know, you would have to say are COVID-related. Uh, but they determined nearly 75,000 additional deaths were indirectly caused by the pandemic or directly caused and just misdiagnosed, bringing the total number of deaths uh, up higher. Yeah, close, that would be closer to uh, 300,000 instead of 200,000. So uh, one of the directors of the Center on Society and Health at Virginia Commonwealth University, Dr. Stephen Wolf, said there have been some conspiracy theories that the number of deaths from COVID-19 have been exaggerated. The opposite is the case. We've actually experienced more death than we thought. So some of the examples they give are uh, things that might have indirectly been caused by the pandemic, Alzheimer's disease, diabetes and heart disease, People that should have gone into the hospital but were afraid to do it because the hospitals were full of people with coronavirus? Right. I hadn't thought of that, but it's like, yeah, if you look, turn on the TV and they say that your hospital, say you're in Brooklyn and your hospital, or Queens, and your hospital is like the epicenter of coronavirus, but you really feel like you need to go to the doctor, you might not do it because you feel like it's more dangerous to go to the hospital than to stay home. Yeah, I think you would kind of have to put that up as as something uh, indirectly caused by the pandemic. Delayed care, fear of seeking care, or emotional crisis stemming from the pandemic may have also contributed, as well as inaccurate death certificates that may have misidentified a COVID-19 death. So they're saying that like a non-COVID death being chalked up to covid would be much less likely than a, an actual COVID death being misdiagnosed as something else. Oh, we got a phone call. That's great. Toll-free uh, studio line is 844-305-6210. That's 844-305-6210. And let's talk to Alan, who is on the line. Hi, Alan. Hey there. How you doing? Doing good. What's up? Uh, no, you're talking about the ballots and, and the drop-off boxes and so forth. Um, why couldn't you just drop them off at the post office? They're manned by people. Every little community has a post office. <laughs> or uh, a mailbox, I guess. I, I don't know. You know, well, it's like, are we not supposed to trust? I was talking to somebody about this the other day, Alan. It's like, well, and I was telling him, I wouldn't mail in my ballot because, you know, once I stick it in the mailbox, I don't know what happens. And then I realized... Well, that's the same thing when I go to a polling place. Like, I pull the lever or do what? I don't know what happens back there. <laughs> you know, I'm taking it as an article oh, yeah. of faith, no matter what yeah. I do, right? Yeah, and, and you know those blue boxes that they have where you drop in your, your mail? Yeah. They, people use those for everything. So, I, you know, don't trust those. They put their trash in there and everything else. I've seen what what people do with those, but... You know, at a post office, they're they're there from eight to five. There's somebody behind the counter. You could have a secure place that's locked or whatever. They could have a bin that people come in and put it in, so nobody can tamper with it from the outside. And they're all over. Every little community has a post office. Wait, wait. Are you talking about like the federal post office boxes, like the big blue? 
Yeah, the blue boxes, they're, they're just an upgrade from a trash can because I've seen what happens when they start culling the mail out of there at the post office. There's slices of pizza, there's beer oh. bottles, there's all kinds of stuff. So anyway. are you saying that somebody might put their ballot in, which is inside, I think, two different envelopes, and that it would be invalidated because it got some pizza on it or something? Um, possibly. I mean, people, you know, those are not the safest way to mail something. I mean, they work for most part, but you know how society is. Somebody's got to mess mess with everything to, to ruin a good thing. But mm-hmm. you know, I just say put it in a, if, you know, you got a polling place, put it in a, in a post office. Uh, the regular office, put a lockbox where the, it's there, it's secure. So- the one thing I would the one thing I would say to that though is it also depends on the state. So while in California you can vote by mail, um, in Texas you have to apply to be able to um, submit a mail-in ballot. So I think it really just depends on where you live too. Um, so yeah, but I mean if they're if they're taking these ballots, I mean I know they've set up places like in Hudson County. They showed a map mm-hmm. and they said Hudson County is like. You know, there's places where people have to drive 150 miles to Correct. get to this ballot box. Just go to well, your post you office. Give it to the put, give yeah. it to a mailman. Or, or just put the ballot boxes in those post offices. They're a federal office. Just put the boxes in there, and that way they're in a secure location. It's a lock box. Mm-hmm. Oh, in, oh! So you're in. saying as a I suggestion com- of what they should right. do? I think it's too late. I mean, they're they're doing what they're doing. So it, even yeah. if it's a great idea, oh, they're still fighting it. Yeah, yeah. this is still going to end up going back and forth in the courts. Yeah, it's all it's all rigged, anyways. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know about that. Tell me Alan. how you feel, bro. <laughs> I don't. Hold on a second. I don't want to just leave it on that. It's all rigged. I don't think our voting process is uh, is. Fun. You think it's all? You think it's all just rigged, huh? I, you know, I used to believe, I used to believe, and this, since this last four years, uh, it's, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, the rich get richer. The rest of us just uh, do what we have to do to survive. Yeah, I do feel like we're, we've kind of been living in an upside-down world. It's really made me question a lot of the things that I did have a lot of faith in. That before. you have faith and value in, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there was, there was some, some trust in our government. Yeah, nobody in government is going to, like, actively work with a hostile foreign government to try and, like, finagle. Like, I never thought that would come from either side of the political aisle, that that somebody would actually work with a hostile government to try and undermine our our democracy. So, I mean, that's an apple cart that got upset. Yeah, I was naive like that, too, and and I I trusted that. But, you know, those things happen. It's it's just, it's a shame that, you know, in the two-party system, you're going to get me going for a while, but the two-party system <laughs> does not work. I mean, it does not work. You cannot, because they're going to fight each other no mm-hmm. matter what makes sense for one. Even that, they're just going to say, well, it was their idea. We don't want it. Mm-hmm. You need to go to these other countries like um, like Finland. I mean, I know they're socialists, but, boy, they take care of their people. <laughs> free education, free medical care. It's not free. You pay taxes for it, but you don't have to worry about about. I saw it with my mom. They, they thought she had some money in the bank, and, boy, she wasn't going to get any help until they drained that bank account dry. Who's that, the insurance company or the or the it's medical all, provider? And the Medicare and all of that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I mean, and she didn't have a whole lot of money. They were just, she was a, a clerk at a school, and she, did, she wasn't rich by no means. And right. when, they, when they told us, you know, we want her last 
17000 bucks before we can help you with our, you know, she needs to spend all that. Yeah, we're not going to kick in until we until we drive the poor lady to the poorhouse. Yeah. If, oh, that sucks. You're right. If she, if she survived after that, which unfortunately she didn't, if she had survived, what is she going to have to live on? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's just sad. And when you when you bring out like Finland and and Norway and Sweden, these are these European uh, social socialist democracies. And every you know, for a lot of people, socialism is just a bad word. Guess what? We got it already. We have socialized yeah. forms of lots of things. School. I pay taxes into school before I ever even had any kids that were using it. That's yeah. That's socialism. Uh, exactly. The interstate highway system. I mean, there's plenty of things that we decided, all right, you know what, for the public good, we're going to kind of put this under one thing. I I think we just do it with health care. I think it would solve way more problems than it would create. It's a, it's a basic, I, I believe it's a basic human right to to be healthy without having to be bankrupt or not be able to get it because you do not have money. Right, and some people hear that and they're thinking, well, that, you, then that's just socialism. And it's like, yeah, like a lot of things we have, like Medicaid and Medicare and things like that. We have a lot of socialism. We're not just, we're already a mixed economy as it is. All right, well, good stuff to think about, Alan. I appreciate it. Okay, y'all take care. Be safe. All right, thank you, Alan. Uh, and sorry to hear your mom, you know, had to put up with that it's the buzz adams morning show podcast all right we had some calls lined up and it looks like everybody held on so i appreciate that let's uh go in the order that the calls came in we've got ernie first of all hi ernie hey ernie line two is ernie oh 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 my bad okay well let's you know what then we're not going to go in order. Let me just go with David since I already got him on the line. Sorry about that, David. Good morning. Oh, no worries. Yep. <laughs> hey, I was just calling in, um, hanging out in the Sunland uh, parking lot for the drive-through voting thing. Sunland and, uh, Park Mall. Driving around. Yeah. Try, said- try to find out where to to, to get in line because it just stretches on. <laughs> oh wow! At the mall, you say? Oh yeah. They, uh, um, if you get the app, so the you know El Paso. I don't know if it's been thrown out there, but the El Paso has an app for voting, and it just tell, it tells you where the closest voting is, is and and oh. like how long the wait is. Uh, ballpark. Uh, I think it's literally like El Paso vote or something. Oh if you God, if you search for it. <laughs> are, are you saying the line goes all the way outside the building because the place that they normally have the voting set up is is toward the interior of the building? I'm just wondering if the line goes all the way outside. Oh, no, um, they have drive-by voting. So, yeah, no, uh, throw that out there. There's like five or four or five places around El Paso that have drive-by voting where you actually just stay in your car, kind of like they do the testing. How does that work? Because usually it's like a machine or there's, you know, I have to, there's a curtain and you go in. How do they do the, how are they doing the drive-by voting? I am sitting near to the end of a line yeah. of, of a quite of, a, of quite a mystery at the end of this line. All right, well, <laughs> um, I, me- I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you not very well based on um, uh, based on the speed at least of the process. Yeah, there seems to be one by one, so it's not like you know where you go and there's like a whole bunch of people go at the same time. No, it's it's one by one, and you know people are getting out of their cars. Stretching their legs and kind of kind of standing there. It looks uh, yeah, it looks so like I they're they're called express yeah. curbside stations. So yeah, there's a few different ones in town. Uh, maybe yeah. go to one of the ones inside. Maybe it's like when you, you ever been to get your prescription. Starbucks, Walgre- no, oh, like- <laughs> Walgreens, and there's like eight cars. And then if you're like, 
you know what? I'm going to go in. You go in, and there's no line inside, so yeah. maybe it's something like that. All right. Well, thank oh, you, David, I would, for the yeah. update. You no, I just stay- wanted to throw that out there, that if that was your plan, I would maybe rethink it. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> we, Good we've, to know. We've got until the 30th for the early vote. Yes, indeed. All right. Thank indeed. you, David. Appreciate it. All right. I mean, that's pretty much what I'm going to do on a daily basis. I drive mm-hmm. right by where I'm going to vote. If it's a short line, I'm going to jump in and vote. If it's a long line, I'm going home. I wish they had like a like a sign, like a hotel occupancy sign that just shows you how many people are in line to vote. Well, that's what he's saying is the app tells you how long oh, the, the wait is. What is the, uh, so I'm looking it up. Is it the El Paso County Elections Department app? I'm, I'm guessing, yeah. I'm at the El Paso Elections website let me, right now. Let me talk to Ernie because we got calls waiting. I, I don't want to make anybody wait more than they have to. Uh, hi, Ernie. Hi, how's it going? Guys? Doing good. What's up? Um, I just had a quick comment that um, I honestly feel the coronavirus was here in El Paso since last year, and I'm gonna give you a perfect example. I used to be det- I used to be a detention officer for the ice camps back in November. Um, one day there was five of us that we got sent home from work back in December 28th because uh, we all showed up to work with fevers of 106 and above. 106? 106 and above. So all five of us got sent home. We all ended up going to the hospital. Right. Three of us stayed in the hospital for three days. The other ones stayed overnight and left. Um, About three months later in March, when the first case hit El Paso, I think it was like March, like middle of March, we all freaked out because when they discharged us from the hospital three months ago, or three months prior to that, we all got discharged with uh, influenza B and an unknown respiratory infection. All five of us ended up taking antibody tests a month later, mm-hmm. and all of us came out positive for coronavirus. Well, not positive for coronavirus, but positive for the antibodies. For the antibodies right. that would show up if you had previously had coronavirus. Yeah, and this and this makes sense because there's a, a few firefighters that I know that the same thing happened to them. They all got sick in December, and then they went and did the antibody test in, I believe, January, February, um, and they all tested positive. So they had the antibodies. So it makes sense that it was probably yeah. going around this area as early as December. And there were probably some some you know there're probably some deaths back then before anybody was talking covid or coronavirus mm-hmm. that was probably just like oh they got the you know they got a really bad case of the flu and they died so i think the yeah, numbers are probably was, higher all that right that was really that was really messed up but the thing that really kind of like really put into perspective for us cuz after we all got discharged from the hospital they they uh, fired all five of us why uh, supposedly their reasons were because of personnel cuts <laughs> but honestly, we honestly think that they just didn't want us there anymore because they probably already knew something that we didn't know. Really? That's hmm. uh, honestly what I think. All but, I don't know. Any, I just thought that was pretty weird. Did anybody that got sick not get fired? No. All oh. five of us got fired. All right. Well, but on the bright side, you don't have to. You don't have to keep kids in cages anymore. So I guess there's exactly. that, right? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Ernie, for the call. All right. All right appreciate it. And uh, let's talk to uh, Mike, who has been holding an inordinately long time. So thank you, Mike, for sticking in there. Appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. What's up? <laughs> well, Alan, a couple calls back, brilliant suggestion, ballot boxes in the post offices. Brilliant. Yeah. You made a comment that I have a question on. Mm. You, you said you never thought that there would be accusations of foreign interference in our elections. 
Now, I said that I didn't think there would ever actually that it would that 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 would happen. I mean, it's beyond accusations. I mean, it's fact that it happened. Well, that's what I was going to ask between Comey and Mueller okay. report and Barr sweeping everything under the rug as fast as humanly possible. What do you think now? I think that there was some huge criminality going on, but we'll probably never know about it because Paul Manafort lied to investigators, obfuscated the case, and we will probably never know the true extent. And he was the campaign manager at the time. Because of his lies, we'll probably never know the full extent of his involvement in the interference that Russia pulled off. I heartily concur. I was just curious about your opinion now. Yeah. No, I mean, I was the same way. You know, I, I would have never thought foreign interference cut it out. I might have had a dim <laughs> view of politicians, but I didn't think like an entire. Once you get to that level, you're running for president, and you're on a major party ticket. You know, one of the two. You're either a Republican or a Democrat. You're not going to go to the an enemy of our country just to try and get elected. I didn't think that would ever happen in my lifetime, but it has. Yeah, and we all know who we have to thank for that, but we won't get into that. <laughs> anyway, thanks for taking my call. It was worth the wait. All right, thank you, Mike. <laughs> it was worth the wait for us, too. We appreciate it. You bet, bud. Mm. Bye. All right, bye-bye. I feel like you and Mike would be best friends. Oh, yeah, I could sit around, and Mike sounds like he's the type of guy who'd tip back a bottle of scotch with you and sit on the deck. Uh, yeah, the same thing. <laughs> Mike's so cool. Oh, yeah. I asked him, I'm so sorry we had to go into a break. Can you hold just for a little bit longer? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm retired. I can wait. <laughs> oh, my God, oh, my. That's oh, the God. cutest thing ever. Mike, will you be best friends with my dad? Like, oh, my God. Your dad needs friends more than I do. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, James on the Facebook chat says, Buzz is a Republican that likes socialism. I'll make a bold statement here. Mm-hmm. Every Republican likes some kind of socialism. There's, if mm-hmm. I brought up all this stuff, you, you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, who wouldn't say, oh, okay, well, for that, you know, whether it's public education or rural electrification or... Uh, Tennessee Valley Authority, any of that stuff, people are going to say, oh, okay, well, I don't consider that socialism. Well, it doesn't matter what you consider socialism. Well, it just depends on where the money is going and whether or not they agree if the money should be going there. If it's going to the school that their kid goes to, yeah, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Now, if it's going to a school your kid doesn't go to or it's going to maybe um, an organization that you don't believe in, yeah, you're going to throw a fit and you're going to claim socialism is bad. Before I had kids, I always wondered, you know, is it really fair? Like, I'm single. I don't have any kids. Why am I paying to send other kids to to school? I realize now mm-hmm. it's in all of our best interest that there's an education. I mean, if we just left it <laughs> <laughs> for people, it really, as a society mm-hmm. and for us as individuals, I say it's a good the idea. Same thing. It, I don't want dumb people walking around. Yeah, I mean, and and you it's know there happening. there are some families and parents and kids that if they if they didn't have to do it and it was free they wouldn't do it yeah and then you'd have a bunch of you know the more the the less education the more crime you have the more crime you have the more violence it's in all of our best interest Mm -hmm. that people go to school not just the people who could afford to pay for a private school right everybody goes to school otherwise we'd have a lot more dummies walking around They'd be unemployable, and they'd end up mugging you in the streets. So socialized education, nobody's really against that. Socialized medicine, I think somebody slapped their mom in the face Mm -hmm. as soon as you bring that up. Um, 
Well, let me change gears here just for a little bit. Brandon's got a post. Brandon does our Sports on the Morning show, and he wrote an article yesterday. The season is not over for the Dallas Cowboys. No, it's not. They still have games to be played. Yeah, sure, there are games. <laughs> but do you want to—I think just the picture, the image that you choose was of Dak. Yeah. And I think what you're implying is a lot of Cowboy fans are thinking, oh, no. Dak's out for da- the year. Yeah, Andy which, Dalton's over the hill. We're not going to win any more games. We're sunk. No, which, by the way, uh, Dak's surgery was successful. Oh, I um, just remembered that video mm, on his foot. I still yeah. haven't seen it. I avoid don't, it. Don't, don't I don't want to watch it. Um, they're now expecting him to be out four to six months. So he's obviously out for this season. But if even on that four to six month timeline, he's going to be back at least for next year. The Cowboys are ha- going to have to figure out what they're going to do. Um, are they going to franchise tag him again? Or are they going to try to work at a long-term deal? My gut tells me they'll probably franchise tag him because the organization is saying he's still a part of our future plans, and he should be. I think he gets a lot of crap because the Cowboys, I mean, first of all, he's already won as many playoff games, if not more, than Tony Romo ever did. And he's pl- had a quarter of the career of Tony Romo. Yeah. He puts up amazing numbers. He's not the reason the Cowboys have lost any of these games. He does. He's an incredibly good quarterback, and he deserves to get paid. As much as a guy like Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, eh, maybe not because he hasn't reached that pinnacle yet. He hasn't taken the team to a Super Bowl and gotten that big victory. But he does deserve to get paid. But the Cowboys' season is not over. It's, it still boggles my mind that they can have this much talent. I'm talking Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb is really starting to shine as a rookie. Uh, even Schultz at tight end, mm-hmm. he has stepped up. They can have that much talent. Galloway. Only... Galloway had a pretty big game. Gallup, you... you mean? Gallup. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Got so a confused joy <laughs> They can have that much talent and only be two and three. And the defense, there's talent on the defense as well. But for some reason, it's been awful. But the season is far from over. The main point being they're in the NFC East. And that division's terrible. They're two and three, and they're in first place. They're first place in their division. So eventually they can get Sean Lee back. Eventually you're going to get um, Leighton Vander Esch back. So that's going to, I mean, that's obviously not going to fix some of the problems in the secondary when you're getting your linebackers back. But I, I could see this thing turning around for the guy. And I'm not a Cowboy fan, so I'm not trying to be like, you know, trying to fan it up here and be like, oh, well, it's not over and everything's going to be fine. There's still a lot of pot- positives that you can take out of the season. And I don't think the season's over. Is it going to take some work? Absolutely. Andy Dalton's going to be a perfectly reasonable quarterback like I don't want to go too far and be like oh you just pop him in there everything's going to be fine I mean there's a reason Dak Prescott was your starter but there's also a reason that you brought in Andy Dalton as your backup he yeah you didn't bring him in because he's, he's a chump a... you bring him in because he's a known quantity and he probably you know he'd probably get the job done if given the right tools yeah and so the hope is you know he's going to be able to go in there you're going to have to look at your your offense, and you're going to have to possibly change some things up because Andy Dalton's not going to be able to do some of the stuff that Dak Prescott could do. But the season's definitely not over yet. Hey, um, a 60s rock star is getting a lot of criticism for his insensitive reaction to Eddie Van Halen's death. So we take a break. I'll come back. But the, the reaction was somebody asked him about Eddie Van Halen, and this guy said, meh. And uh, now he's getting dragged for that. So we'll talk about that when I come back. Over on Amazon, they got a couple of horror movies from Bloomhouse that are streaming now. And Joanna, 
how far back would you have to go to see your post about the uh, the scary movies that are coming to TV? A uh, week or two. Maybe? All right, go back a week or just go over just to Joanna's. Yeah. Uh, first one is Evil Eye on Amazon about a superstitious mom who's convinced that her daughter's new boyfriend is somebody that tried to tried kill to her. Kill her. Yeah, like reincarnated. And the other movie is Nocturne. Both of those on Amazon. And you said that you watched Hubie Halloween. I did on Netflix. Yeah. Let me make sure I got this right. You said it was good. It was cute. But was it good? It was good. Okay. Don't let the haters bring it down. Because I saw it some. Was, no, I saw some good reviews, like from actual movie reviews. It was a reviewers. Halloween movie. Yeah. It puts you in the vibes. It's cute. But I did, then I saw some reviews that were not so great. But but it mixed. I would say mixed reviews for Hubie Halloween on Netflix. Mm-hmm.